GM friends, welcome to Web3 Bytes, a short but informative clip from one of our full podcast episodes. If you like this content, check out the full episode and don't forget to subscribe. It helps us grow, but it also makes sure that you don't miss another episode of the Web3 Academy podcast. Enjoy. So let's move into the, I guess, elevator pitch to brands. I mean, obviously they have at least seen you guys kind of write the playbook launching vFriends. And I'm just curious, mm-hmm. what's their thoughts on this? At least originally when you first were talking to them, I'm sure things have changed over the last year or so, but what's kind of your pitch to them on like why these brands should be thinking about a Web3 strategy? And then I guess talk about what's their reception to it all been? Yeah. So I'd say our sort of target market and who we're the best fit for is really enterprises. So it tends to be Fortune 500 companies, governments, large associations associations, things that are operating at a pretty like significant scale. And sometimes it's brand driven, but also sometimes it's corporate driven, if that makes sense, like from the parent company who wants to understand all this. In 2021, the first time they were hearing about this stuff was through, I think we sort of put our flag in the ground very early and they were like, what is an NFT? And like, you know, why should I think about this? And like, Wherever people go, brands follow. It's an attention economy. So, you know, brands need to go to things that people care about. And I think at Vayner, we've paved the way for this like many, many, many times over from, you know, Gary adopting like Google AdWords very early to us helping set up most of our clients like Facebook and Twitter pages 10 years ago to you know, being very early to TikTok and YouTube shorts. I think that's probably one of our strengths as Vayners. We're super agile and super consumer focused. So we're like, okay, great. This is, you know, attention is shifting here. Let's learn about it. And in 2021, I think people were interested in NFTs and they were interested in it as a way to drive relevance and drive sort of consumer talkability. A lot of kind of focus on getting in the headlines, but not thinking about this as like this very long-term game. And, you know, it's said on our website since the day we launched that like, we're thinking about this for the long-term. We don't really do sort of project-based work. We tend to work with our partners on, you know, an annual like retainer basis, oftentimes like for many years. So we're not, you know, the right fit for a flash in the pan. You want to get a headline in ad age. Sure, that'll come and that's great, but we were always very singularly focused on guiding our clients to think about this as the next evolution of the internet and as a longer path. And, you know, a lot of folks have approached us after seeing our work, which is always flattering and it's always amazing. And at first it was about NFTs, then it was about like, what is Web3? And now it's really about like, how do I future-proof my business for this next iteration of the internet? What does the consumer of, you know, today and increasingly tomorrow care about? And we always start with what Web3 is. We see it as the next era of connected consumer behavior. And at Vayner, at least, we define it more expansively than most, sort of as representing a digital first reality for consumers at the confluence of technology and culture. And we see this as powered by an ethos of co-creation. Web3 is creating an immersive, personalized, and ownable internet. So there's a lot in there, but we see sort of blockchain as a huge driver, but not all of it. We see blockchain, immersive experiences, and advanced computing all kind of orbiting and intersecting at points, but also sort of growing independently as three major drivers of what the next era of the internet will be. And, you know, I think clients come to us now because they're like, what's happening here today and what's going to happen tomorrow? And how can we build our business to be ready to embrace that? We were doing a lot of activations even a year ago, and it sort of shifted into being more strategic consultancy, education, Mm -hmm. and strategic work. Less so activations, though that's certainly still a part of it, especially given like the last six months of headlines, which have you know, been like the CFO killer for a lot of like more conservative companies and all of our clients, like they have a lot to lose, like them making like 
million dollars is honestly nothing if you're a $40 billion company. So I think a lot of our clients have taken our guidance around thinking about this as a consumer engagement and insights engine, and less so as a short-term revenue driver. We've seen how that plays out for a lot of other brands and it hasn't always been great. So in 2023, I think people are really looking strategically to understand what's happening here and then design solutions that are solve their business challenges. Thank you for listening to Web3 Academy. We hope this helps you along your Web3 journey. If it does, please share this episode and subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Nothing in this podcast was financial advice. Crypto and Web3 can be risky. You can literally lose it all. In fact, if you invest on account of what we say, you probably will lose it all. So don't do that. In all honesty, the point of this podcast is to remove the noise of markets and price and focus on utility and implementation anyway. So you should not take any of this as financial advice. Thank you, friends, and see you in the next one.